Hello, hello. Welcome to our podcast, RC Soul Stars. What's shifting, everyone? I'm Chelsea. And richest blessings, everyone. I'm Riri. And we're so grateful for your presence here today and for your love. Thank you so much for being here. If you liked today's episode, we would be so grateful if you went ahead and rated this podcast five stars wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other starseeds like yourself find our podcast and tune into their remembrance. Absolutely. Before we tell you the title of this podcast, wherever you are, we're going to set the space. If you can close your eyes, put two feet on the ground and take a deep breath in for four and out for five and allow your aura to be surrounded by light. You are here in a safe and sacred place where you'll be accepted with love and belonging. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And so it is. We're going to give you a little pull from the happiness box, but don't sleep on that breath that you just took because you're about to learn later on so much more about that breath and what it means. Inhale and exhale, honey. Just wait. So the quote for today's episode that I just pulled from our happiness box is, Rigor always overcomes obstacles. Leonardo da Vinci amazing i have no idea what that means so neither do i we will google that and get back to you get back to you <laughs> in uh, t minus two business days <laughs> so what do we have on boo boo well riri darling um we have an incredible incredible radiant divine masculine on today's episode we're so blessed to have shared the space with him today and created some magic for you the one listening right now you know, we don't believe that it's by coincidence that you, the listener, are in this exact moment with us right now, listening. And I don't know, it just lights me up inside to know that you are here because now that we have collided, this means that there is something here for you. And there is something awaiting you on the other side of what you're about to hear. And I just can't wait for it to reach you. And what you are indeed about to hear is a beautiful interview with brother finn also known as saint finnegan on instagram and tiktok he is an awakened soul who creates more than he consumes through his music podcast and social media presence he's actually the creator of his own podcast in fact um titled energy hospital which we definitely get into mm-hmm. um me and Rima are big fans you know what honestly we really can't say anymore. You just have to wait and listen. So agreed. Without further ado, here is some magic with Saint Finnegan. Welcome, Soul Family, and a big hello to our star brother Finn. He is joining us today via webcam from his home location in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Finn, first off, we just want to send gratitude and thank you so much for being here and creating this space with us. Um, how are you doing today and how was the last week energetically for you? I'm doing really well. Thank you guys both for having me. Yeah, it's uh I've been out in the sun a lot in the last week, been uh, grounding a lot of this energy, kind of transmuting it. It's I'm a Leo, so it's a uh, it's kind of kicking in a lot of like, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm, it's I'm your season. A, yeah, it's kicking some things up and I'm just kind of um, embracing the flow of it all, just letting things come in and uh, yeah, a little bit of shadow work here and there, but 
it's been really nice been uh making juices lately like just Ew. pressing stuff yeah and just like getting out in nature just really plugging in but yeah it's been very nice oh my gosh that beautiful. is the vibe that's totally the vibe for sure especially mm-hmm. being a leo right now leos are thriving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everywhere thrive, baby. Thrive. Amazing. so we want to get to the nitty-gritty we'll start from the beginning and then we'll move our way up so what we like to do is with the space that we have we really like to to allow ourselves to teach and learn from each other and especially with our listeners so we had to start somewhere to get where we are today and I know from the beginning we all have our shadows and things that we have to kind of face I call them lessons in order for us to receive the blessings so for me I wanted to know you know we look at you in this beautiful light and I'm really really appreciative because Chelsea actually introduced me to your page and I thought wow who is this beautiful soul like sharing this amazing frequencies yeah I think I was mentioning to you because I'm a big fan of your like TikTok lives like the sun gazing in the morning because you're like an hour ahead of me I wake up a little later so I'm like it gets me up and I'm like okay cool but I'm like a big fan of like the energy work that you do so that's kind of how I found you through the lives and then sure enough here we are yes Mm -hmm. I love it so I did take a you know a glance of you know what you've done and I'm going to go into it further and deeper because I have so much to ask you and talk to you about but what I really wanted to know darling is you know where did it start where did you begin how did you get to the place that you are today in your divine oneness yeah um thank you for asking uh yeah it's been a long been a long journey it's um, I grew up in a uh, predominantly like Christian household. Um, so I was, um, you know, going to church probably five times a week. I was really uh, in the church. So I led worship. I played sports with the church. I was, you know, in the Bible groups. Um, and then la- into like the latter years, uh, teenage years, uh, started leading groups um, all over, uh, you know, San Antonio, Texas is where my, is my hometown. And uh, yeah, left organized religion when I was 23. Um, started kind of studying uh, other practices and dogmas and uh, started feeling love in these other ones too. And mm-hmm. so I started kind of piecing things together and, um, you know, kind of really, I think that's the age I really started finding a, a better way to I always say um, we're remembering who we are instead of like away. It's less of an awakening to me, it seems, and more of a yeah. just remembering of where we've already been because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we're just kind of shedding and, you know, uh, things are layers are coming off, you know, that's been put on us <laughs> by, yeah. by the outside. And yeah, so at 23, I kind of started tapping into who I, um, who I've been. And uh, it's been a journey since, you know, I kind of rekindled my relationship with Mother Nature around that time, um, started climbing trees. It's kind of where I found it first. And um, yeah, yeah. And then here we are. I'm in Nashville. <laughs> I feel like that that answer is so like short, but, you know, it, I feel like those are like the huge pivotal moments in my life. Um, you know, there's like an age seven that I remember where I was fully aware of who I was. I know that sounds a little odd as a child but I feel like you guys yeah okay so you guys connect (laughs) and so it's like we're returning back to that you know it's yeah uh, I never second guessed my visions my creativity um I never really second guessed I don't know if I ever gave it a a thought of what others thought of me um I just 
did what I did. And, you know, now I'm 30, I turn 32 next week. Happy early birthday. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm now I'm, I'm around the age of seven. It feels, you know, it feels like I'm doing the things I'm an adult now and I'm a, you know, fully grown man, but it's, I find myself in trees. I, I find myself creating without caring what people think of my artwork and yeah, it's a full circle. <laughs> when you talk about artistic abilities, like we were speaking of this earlier, like we really feel like that's your gift here. Mm, um, mm. And I wonder if you feel the same. I mean, I'm sure because that's kind of where your creativity comes from. And, and I love how you constantly are saying that you're trying to create more than you consume. And I resonate with that because mm. I think we are, especially in this generation, just so obsessed and almost addicted to consumption. Mm. So my question to you, Finn, is when did that, like gift kind of rise for you? Like what was your first connection with it or at least light bulb moment for you that made you go, oh, like maybe this is something I can tap into? Yeah, really good question. Um, thank you. It's, uh, I think it had shifted from um, expressing myself, you know, through paint and stuff and building, uh, you know, houses with leaves and sticks to, um, you know, picking up a camera one day and and trying to capture beautiful things and then sharing it with people. And then, you know, uh, last couple of years, um, directing music videos. I own a media company. That's kind of what I do for my, my main thing. Um, I know I'm like on TikTok talking about breath work and, and healing and stuff, but like <laughs> makes my, sense though. my career is like media, you know, filming and videography, but my vocation is most certainly, you know, loving on people and, and uh, helping them, you know, remember how to heal themselves. And so now I'm kind of using art and music. Music is a kind of an, it's always been there. I grew up in a very musical family. My father plays uh, many instruments. My mother doesn't play any instruments, but she is very fond of music. She was like a hippie, you know, love. <laughs> my dad is like this rocker, you know, this rocker I guy. Love and my it. mother, yeah. So I kind of got it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good polarity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, and they do say that we choose our family. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. And, um, yeah, I I chose some wild ones. So (laughs) I think in this lifetime, I'm kind of bringing that pendulum back to some sort of equilibrium, you know, just kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, evening out the bloodline a bit. (laughs) Totally. Aren't we all, but you know, I, Obviously, I resonate with more like of that feminine energy and the fact that we have you on is actually a blessing because we love Mm -hmm. to talk to our sisters, but we love to have our brothers on too. And I think that, you know, being here, it's it's a good way of helping other men to kind of help them with their soul searching. And I think that's a pivotal moment for yourself. And I always go back to like how and where and when, because people who are listening, I want them to also understand that they're not alone. Mm. And, you know, from our upbringing, from, you know, being in the church or however you were raised, we come to a moment in our lives where we have to, it's the dark night of the soul where Mm. we've been taught so many things in our past. And we come to this moment in our lives where we think, okay, there's something different within me and I need to find that way. So you're in limbo. And I just want to know, like, I guess when you were 23, there was a limbo state, I'm sure, to have released what you once knew Mm. to then adventure to who you are and your remembrance. And I just want to know how that felt and what you had to do to practice to get through to where you are today. (laughs) I only ask because it's to help others understand that they're not alone and we Mm. all go through this change in life. 
Mm-hmm. Very so good question. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I love that you bring that up because that's a, um, you know, often spiritual awakenings are, right. you know, it's an exciting thing, right? Because it's like, you know, change is exciting and, you know, it's like, oh, this is new and fresh, but there's all these stages, right? You get to the place of like, after bliss, you're in the bardo, you're in the void. <laughs> And you're like, what the hell? Like, Great. I didn't. What about, all of the, what about the amazing crystals and like the yeah. all of the surface like kind of thing? Um, but it's it's one of it's one of my favorite stages. Right after the dark night of the soul, there's this kind of cocoon. You know, I talk a lot about the metamorphosis, and I've written two albums uh, about. You know, one is the pupa, which is the divine feminine, the inward stage where um, the pupa is the caterpillar inside of the cocoon, where it it essentially gets to a place where it has consumed so much as the caterpillar where it gets so tired that it builds a home it it stays in the home in a dark room and it digests itself mm-hmm. it it almost um disintegrates itself they're called they're actually called imaginational cells and they die the the caterpillar dies and this is the what what you called uh what did you say the limbo yeah this is like the void where a part of us really dies fully um you know there's like the ego death but it's like bigger than that it it you completely die and then you um there's also the stage of getting out of the cocoon which can't be overlooked because no one can help you know if someone helped a caterpillar get out of a or a butterfly get out of a cocoon it wouldn't have any strength it wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to fly and that's like my favorite stage in this kind of journey is um when you're already like you've been in a dark place you've died you're kind of weak is like really really doing it yourself and stretching your wings and kind of figuring out like oh i have these new things this is interesting like this is different, you know, your senses are different, you butterflies can see the a different color spectrum. So you have new abilities, right? You have the gift of flight, that's a whole new thing. You're not like damned, you know, to a to a branch or the ground, you can like take off. Yeah. And that's what's so beautiful is, you know, from a butterfly, your purpose is to consume. And as a butterfly, um, caterpillar, your purpose is to consume. And as a butterfly, your purpose is to pollinate. And we're mm. all on that journey from learning that we're consuming to forgetting that this isn't the goal to consume here, that the goal is to pollinate and spread love. And then when we make that journey through the bardo, we're like, we experience that bliss again. And we're like, it's like a second wave. And we're like, yeah. oh, this is, this, this is, is so this is it. Yeah. And it's with, yeah, without the polarity of it. Can I be yeah, fully there's the... vulnerable here for one second? Yeah, sure. So the fact that you just said this, I'm not very much, I don't share so much about my personal life, but because you just said this, I have to tell you, mm-hmm. um, Chelsea sent me your podcast today. I wasn't, I hadn't listened to it pre- previously, but I listened to it and I decided to go for a walk. And the last few months I've been going through the dark night of the soul in a sense, Mm. just like you said. And when I was listening to your podcast today, I almost felt like I could cry because your podcast is almost like a voice to help others not feel alone. That's the way I looked at it. And it's funny and it's enjoyable, but then again, there's also connection and, um, it's like you're you're in your space, but you have someone to talk to in your imagination, like of the yeah. artistic value of it. Yeah. And as as I was listening to it, I felt like I was in a cocoon for a month and a half, 
and that I almost like it opened up and I mm. like, I just, I started flourishing. Like, that's what I saw. So when you just said that, I have to tell you, like, I thank you for that because I'm not, I, I don't really um, vibe with so many podcasts. Right. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, emotionally, I felt very connected and what you're doing is so profound and important. And yes. if others have not heard this podcast, it's, <laughs> it's called energy hospital. Yeah. We, we don't ever like, you know, everyone would take what resonates, but like, this is a non-negotiable. No, like, this is listen to this podcast. You are absolutely in your purpose. And, you. and if, if you touched my soul, I'm sure you're going to touch millions. And I, and mm -hmm. I have to, I have to humbly like, thank you and, and show gratitude because I hope you know what you're doing is is going to be a big change mm -hmm. in the world and i love it and i cannot <laughs> wait to continue to walk like there's one that says oh you should be laying down sleeping right now before bed i'm like but i'm mm -hmm. not i'm walking and he talks to you like hey how are you I'm yeah. like, I'm good. like it's just such a beautiful vibe so thank yeah you the, the one that came to mind finn was the aria because you were talking about how like mm -hmm you know, we're almost shedding skin and dying in a sense. And that like was so meditative to listen to that for me, because you kind of had us do that. We're kind of in this cocoon in a sense. And then the human body kind of dies mm -hmm. and then you're kind of left to just feel what it feels to just be, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, it's so relative. It's totally. Beautiful. I love it. Thank keep, you. Oh my God. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on honey. Cause that is your jam for sure. Like, how do you come up with these ideas? <laughs> Like, yeah, it's kind of, I, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I, I knew I wanted to do it a little bit differently. And I, I, I kind of like, I feel a rebel. I feel like a rebel in a sense, cause I'm, I'm using the platform in a different, completely different way. It's right. almost like a movie. It, yeah. The yeah. energy hospital is kind of like a movie. So I build all these characters and I'll, I do the music and all the sound design so that people, I originally wanted to make something where people that didn't have the pleasure to like walk and go outside and climb a tree, usually people that are um, you know, in bed, kind of bedridden or, you know, cancer patients, a lot of cancer patients listen to Energy Hospital. Um, I wanted them to be able to tap back into their imagination so that they could experience these things. And so there's all these like subtle things in there too that are hinting like you can heal yourself. Yes, you know? yes little so, planting seeds. I yeah. noticed that. So I, love that. I wanted to make it for kids too. You know, I wanted it to be kid friendly. And, yeah. Yes, it's it's on even when you know not only that just people who are going through separation or breakups or yeah. you know feeling alone. Like I'm sure during COVID, like that would have been the best you know mm -hmm. to listen to. Gosh, and yeah. For me, it gave me motivation to actually get up and go for a walk. Let's go. Cool. And when you were climbing the tree, I was looking at the tree and I'm like, oh. Oh, like I'm, I'm like I'm not gonna climb that tree but I'm definitely <laughs> going to believe I am with you yeah. so I just have to honor you and like congratulate you on, a, on on something so well done because I've never heard of anything like this before and it's I appreciate so you. it's yeah. very much like that's your gift totally to come mm -hmm. up with like you know like e even your musical talents like I think a mm -hmm. lot of your um like your music has changed has it not like when you were initially kind of doing music mm -hmm. um is that kind of what led you to kind of where you're living now because it's kind of the music city right yeah i to be honest i would have never thought i would move to such a saturated area that, yes. that does this like right. um been making music since i was 23 24 and you know <laughs> yeah i would have never i actually didn't move here because there's music here i it just it's really, it's really bizarre. I just felt called to live here. And um, 
I don't really network a lot here. I don't really go to a lot of places. I just, honestly, I do a lot of trails. I go to a lot of markets, like, you know, new places that get fridge semesters. But it's, I was attracted to Nashville um, predominantly because of its like greenery. It's so, I feel like I'm submerged in this. Have you ever visited Nashville? So I was going to ask, because I was just there recently and I kind of got like energetically attacked in a sense, because I was there more in the Broadway side for um, a friend's bachelorette. And I mean, I've I've changed over the years, like, you know, years ago when I was in the party scene, Mm -hmm. you know, had so much fun down there and it's kind of really changed. But because I have, I've morphed out of this, like, you know, connection with like the drinking of it all and the partying mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. So like I, ha- I had to really find my footing and then like to know that that's where you're at. Like what's my biggest question. I always am like an awe of people who are so connected, who live in these, you know, areas of the world, like, and are still <laughs> thriving. Like, how are you able to like still thrive? And I'm curious, like, if you feel you're an empath as well. And if so, like how that also correlates. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's, when I first moved to Nashville, it was during the pandemic. So oh. socially, the city was shut down. And it's, it's, it's an interesting way to anyone that moved during the pandemic, I think has some sort of, um, uh, they can relate to this. I got to experience, um, I'm, I'm a naturally an explorer. So when I came here, I took my camera and my instruments and I would, you know, set up an abandoned building. So I found like all of these abandoned buildings all over the city first. So it's almost like I like intimately got to um, familiarize myself with this city, what she had to offer, you know, bare bone wise before socially, it was very spiritual. It was like, oh, so this is who you are. Okay. You know, like, so we're here. And then I, I did this for a year and a half and then everything started opening up. And even since socially, you know, these bars and places, I don't, I don't drink, um, and, and again, I'm not really in this social, not in that social way, like, right. you know, the difference between that type of socializing and then like, it's not really socializing. Park. Yeah. Or yeah. At a park drinking, you know, yeah. And, you know, yeah. So it's, I not connection. That's for sure. Yeah. It's just a different connection. I've just yeah. been in parks. I've been, um, you know, exploring different places like markets and, you know, trails and um, yeah, different things here. And so, yeah, it's interesting that two people, can experience the city in completely different ways. I've been to Broadway, I think once, like, and I was like, all right, been here, done it. Right. I don't know if I'll come back, but yeah. 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 It's just, it's in it. It's kind of like a hard thing for me to kind of come back from because it's like, you know, you kind of question like, okay, can I still function in like society? Because it was tough for me. Like I Mm. loved Nashville. And I think what I hear you saying is that it was a matter of like, where you planted yourself, like as long as you were in certain, and I'm having like a deja vu randomly, but like if you planted yourself in certain surroundings, and I think I'm having a deja vu because when I was there the first time, we would walk a lot. And I did see a lot of what you're saying, the greenery in in the nature. And I think maybe that's what helped as I was connected more. Maybe the second time around that I went, it was just straight. Like I could have just lived on that street when we were there, you know? And as as an empath, it's a lot to take on, but I don't try to, (laughs) what's the word? I don't try to like subject myself to this idea that I'm like not able to still thrive in the world. Like I don't justify, you know, I try to still thrive because that's what we're here for. But like, is that kind of what you're saying? It's a matter of planting yourself and like where you were and like, just, you know, being in the side of the city where, because it's also beautiful the way you're talking about it. It's as if you took the initiative to look at the city as more than just what most people look at it. Like you, you went more viscerally. 
Yeah. 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 It was like I wanted to understand the land. Um, I was I knew I was drawn to Nashville because of nature. Um, I I was doing a project for a label here um, and we got an Airbnb and we were just in this area. I can't even remember where it was. I think it was like East Nashville. Oh, no, we were in the nations. And I remember just seeing like all of the nature. And so because I was drawn to nature first, I knew that when I first moved here, I'd have to seek her in that way right I wasn't like drawn to all of the um tourist spots you know I wasn't necessarily drawn here for music at all that's what's kind of weird yeah um, I moved here because I I had a connection with her and so I was like all right let's figure this out now you know and uh yeah so it, it kind of I guess you're the analogy you're saying yeah it's it's where you plant your seed you know it's like okay my intention here starting off with this city starting off with this new lifestyle starting off with this new finnegan in this stage of life is connect to nature, you know? And so that's what it's been for me so far. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, you. Said, you said the magic word intention. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe your experience was a little different because the intention was for a bachelorette rather than the intention of moving somewhere in nature. Yeah. And, the right. fact, and the fact that you said intention. So what is your life visioning for, for the years that you're here? What is your intention and your purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really do believe it's, um, you know, my vocation now is to um, help assist people with my art, um, which is also my voice, you know, like what you guys are doing too, you know, is your expression to remember that they can heal themselves. You know, there's something in me that's like, I just want to help people. Um, I want to get so close to helping them, but not rob them of their aha moment, because yeah. it's so special to have that for yourself. Right. I want people to, you know, smack their head. I want them to have that own like, oh, shit, you know, like, <laughs> whoa, because it resonates way much. But, you know, I can't totally steal that from someone. So it's yeah. my goal in life is to really just kind of come in there and um, almost like attract people, like be doing what I'm doing. And uh, if they attract and they see the light within me, um, then to give them my attention there and, you know, show them that like what you're seeing in me is actually a reflection of you. So, you know, there's something here, you know, there's a reason why you're, you're over here. Um, and then instead of even as a Christian, I'm sure if you guys were raised in uh, organized religion, there's just some sort of weird pursuit where you have to go disciple or right. you have to go tell someone yes. the good news. And it's just right. such a penetrating, like it's uh, ego. Yeah, it's just like this weird gaslighting thing that I just didn't really vibe with. And yeah, she resonates more with that. I, res I, also, yeah. I went to every religion you could possibly imagine to find God when I didn't realize it was always within me. So you know, my mom always said, are you going to be every religion, Rima? I was like, maybe I'm trying to find my mama. She's like, but we're going to be married. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I love but, it. But it's true. Like the thing is, what the one thing I realized because I'm one to always want to help everybody, you cannot heal anyone. You cannot, it is actually you're doing disjustice to that person mm -hmm. to help them. And I feel like we are here to provide the tools in order for them to maybe find their way. Mm -hmm. But you know, people, what would they would do is really just gravitate towards the light and use the light. And then when their shadows come up, they don't know how to handle mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So it's really important yeah. for us to just be, you know, a teacher and a student constantly. And like you said, if someone gravitates, then 
and you're doing your life's purpose by just being you. And um, it could be scary at times and difficult because when you're in that process, you really don't know what it's going to look like. But that's why I believe in faith in the unknown of of the presence that's never an absence. It's the it's the truth within ourselves. And Mm. when we find that we can trust that that's anything, the word. Yeah, then mm-hmm. anything is possible. But it's, yeah. it's that knowing. I think it. that's what you're doing, Finn, is you're allowing people to trust themselves. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially early on in life, like I was never like this, but I've seen it, you know, amongst other souls where we latch on to, whoopsies, we latch on to, you know, people, places, and things for, you know, possibilities of feeling whole, right? When we are mm-hmm. the ones that create that within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's this like trust, like, oh, if I am alone, I can get through it. You know, we don't need these external validations or people to be able to, you know, keep pulling on the thread, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah, for sure. And I love it. Like I, so I saw something, um, I'm not on social media that much, but I saw that you create music for healing. Is that something you do typically all the time? Is that a service? Like, can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So about a year and a half ago, um, that's actually how Energy Hospital started. It wasn't a podcast first. It was, um, uh, it actually happened right after my sister passed away last, uh, yeah, about a year and a half ago. I started writing individual curated songs for people um, specifically uh, to help assist them in their healing journey. So whatever season they're in, they'd reach out to me and the team and they would um, express, you know, I'm going through this or, you know, I kind of left it open for them to share what they feel comfortable sharing with me. So some people would, would be vague. Um, and some people would go really in depth, you know, about, um, you know, childhood trauma and, and things of that nature. And then I would use these, um, these truths to, you know, sit down and, and, you know, curate a, you know, song for them that they could use. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was a year and a half ago. I've, I've written about 109. Um, wow. Yeah, I have about 20, 28 left on the list. And, uh, oh, my goodness. That's yeah, a lot been a, of work. It's been a long okay. journey. But that's probably how you transmit energy, right? Is, is yeah. through music. It's it's such a beautiful gift. Like, I've never even heard of that possibility. Like, what is your practice to get into that? Like, how do you ground mm-hmm. and not get affected by the truths of people's lyrics and then be able to put that passion into music? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. I had to, um, uh, I had to figure it out through the process, you know, um, I think uh, I tried to, um, instead of healing my heart first, through what happened with my sister passing, mm-hmm. I naturally as an empath, uh, um, wanted to help other people heal their heart. Yeah. And so there was this interesting um, thing that was going on. And I knew it was going on. I knew that that's what was happening. But as the alchemist, um, I could understand that these were all tools that I, as the creator, um, I could use, um, I was allowed to use the energy um, while creating these to express myself as well. Mm-hmm. So with each song, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> okay. I, uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> Isn't that true? Happens, happens, to, <laughs> happens to us all the time. <laughs> I'm glad that it was a cough, not a belch. Yeah, um, fair. Because that's, that's happened to me on podcast. Just, if you listen to our stuff, we're very much raw, unedited. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, and I noticed that I was um, 
through transmuting a lot of that, it was healing my heart. Um, but I had to also learn that uh, I was feeling things as a conduit. I was, as a vessel, I was way too open, like way too mm -hmm. open. And uh, around the, you know, a hundred songs, my heart chakra was physically hurting. Like my, oh, it was wow. manifesting physically and I was having heartache. Yes. And I knew, and I knew why I knew it was because I had not really, really gone down into my shadow and healed what had happened between, you know, my sister and I, that you yeah. know, of her transitioning, even though I have felt my sister around me, she's a guide, she's been moving, she's why energy Hosp hospital happened. She kind of gave me that, wow. she gave me that idea, like through yeah. a dream. And I was like, oh, shit. yeah, so she's been there, but like, there's this, um, I had never truly purged uh, or, or allowed myself to fully, it felt stuck. There's energy, yeah, that was, yes. uh, you know, my, my plexus, it felt like between my plexus and my throat, there was just this stuckness. And uh, I took like two and a half, three months almost off of making these songs. And I emailed the people that had ordered one. I just asked, you know, can I have a little grace? Yeah. You know, I want to, I want, I really want to write, um, because I want to pay homage to what I originally sought out to do with these. And that's to really be present in these songs, to really fully give my attention to what I, what I'm building as energy hospital. I didn't want to ever sit down and be like, all right, you know, it's a, it's a Tuesday, you know, we're going to knock this out in the next three hours. You know, I really, yeah. I didn't want, cause I know that what you put out, you know, you get back, like it's yes. half boomerang. So I sat under this tree right outside my apartment. Um, every day for like four hours, you know, I'd sun gaze and I'd sit under this tree and um, really heal, you know, let this tree heal my heart, you know, in so many different ways. I've gained information from this tree and I got my heart chakra, uh, chakra um, balanced again. It kind of clicked. Mm. I feel like it clicked back in because yeah. I was overactive and then I was underactive. It was just all over the place, you know, giving too much and then going into hermit mode and not giving anything, yeah. not even have energy to love on myself. You know, you know exactly what that's yeah. like. Yeah, I totally and, know. Yeah, oh it clicks. You know yeah. what? This vulnerability is so beautiful. So thank you for, first of all, sharing that with us. Um, and you, you touched on something so important for everyone to know. And we're named two. The first, your teacher. And you're providing a service of energy. And people have to understand just because you're providing the service, you're also here having a human experience. And we all do need to have a little bit of grace and patience and understanding. Like we are not machines. We all go through our shadows. We are all experiencing life like everyone else. It doesn't mean just because you have all this wonderful beauty that you're sharing doesn't mean you go through your shadow. So I want everybody to understand we all go through those cycles. You know, I would love to wish that I was on a light all the time. Well, we, just, we just did like, we, we have a series called universe university and our like last uh, class session, <laughs> if you will, was on the law of polarity. And yeah. so it's really about understanding that like, this is like what our souls came to experience was yeah. the different frequencies, you know? So like, yeah, cool. We can operate and flow in love when we leave. But for now, like it's meant for us to feel everything to know that we truly did live. Exactly. Yeah. And then the throat chakra which you just mentioned, which I feel like I've gone through. And that's usually, it usually happens when you're mourning someone. Um, and even if it's a relationship or someone who's passed, but you said something so beautiful, we have to deal with it. You know, we have to go through our shadows. Sometimes 
we're really scared and we have resistance to face our shadows. And in order to allow that feeling to kind of emerge and release, it's to face it. And the fact that you did that and shared that is why I feel is so beautiful because a lot of us, when you feel that pain, like anybody that's listening to feeling that pain, understand your body is such a beautiful vessel. It actually tells us when we're not mm-hmm. aligned and when there is pain through our chakras or in our bodies, because there's something that we need to face that we have not released. So you said it so adequately, and I'm glad that you shared that. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. It's, yeah. I, you know, sharing is the most beautiful gift to all, and especially with vulnerability and mm. Um, I love that. I, I think that's mm-hmm. just such a beautiful tool. Like we put that in our little toolbox yeah. and we're like check. And know? I resonate with what you said too, because I went through a very similar experience and I kind of could feel it when you were talking about it through the heart. Like I had um, a very close friend of mine pass about five years ago. He transitioned and I, like you kind of had this, you know, during COVID this awakening moment that maybe I didn't fully process it in this timeline you know I had I could understand and obviously feel he was with me in so many of the things that I was doing and creating and feeling um but I think there's like I was just reading about this how there's a difference between you know um I think it's transcendence and eminence where we can feel like we either are too far up in 5d or maybe not enough in 3d or too much Mm -hmm. in 3d um so find that balance i think has been key for me and i feel (laughs) like finn that you're just like like my initial when i first you know collided with you on tiktok like the energy download i got was that you were really like a vessel for like people's truths like i felt like people who may have come across you could feel safe in like feeling their full truth Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like allowing that to fully come through Mm -hmm. and i mean we talk about this but it's about like if someone sees the light in someone else whether it happens in that you know exact instance it's planting a seed further along their journey to know that it's okay to eventually get there and i think that's how we Mm -hmm. create a new earth you know that's so good yeah yeah and what is your like i think my question too is because you are so active on these platforms which is beautiful because people can obviously find you um and your biggest thing is you know create more than you consume how have you found that balance because i feel like you're a perfect like example of like heaven on earth of creating <laughs> that heaven on earth so how do you do that um with still you know not cons- getting almost trapped in a sense because tiktok you could scroll for hours yeah. you know very easily yeah. and go through a rabbit hole yeah it's been a um yeah, I it's there hasn't really been a social platform quite like TikTok in a sense where it it almost uh, the magnetism of it, uh, the ability to get stuck in that black hole because it's so easy. Like Instagram used to not be like that. Like right. other platforms are mimicking what TikTok is doing, but um, it is uh, essentially if you're not aware of it, it's tr- training your attention span to get smaller and smaller and smaller. So um, yeah, it's just recognizing that I have, you know, I have ownership of myself, that I have authority of myself. And, um, you know, as a content creator, you, you're going to deal with that same thing where it's like, you have this responsibility or this, you know, voice in your head saying more, more content, more content, you're, you're being placed on the back burner. I feel like every content Mm -hmm. creator has this weird voice. And that I just had to learn quickly that the more I tried to promote myself, the, the quick, the quicker I was seeded by the universe. And the more I chose to take a seat, the universe promoted me. And what I mean by that is 
authenticity is key. The more you are just undeniably yourself. Um, if you scroll way back down in my profile, I was filming, you know, 6K videos. I saw over, that. Like my whole vibe with um, social media changed recently in the last like year because I was just like, yeah. no more trying, like no more. It's my energy should speak for itself. And when I started stopping this whole huge production, because as a media content creator, I was like, I'm going to kill this new, like, I'm going to get this new app. I'm going to dominate. I, the yeah. first time I hit TikTok, I made a comedy channel called Holiday Now. And no way. Just, I didn't know that. It was just a buddy of mine. And we just made these funny, create uh, these funny, you know, figures and we made jokes and we did funny things. So I, I was testing it out with that. And then I was like, okay, well, with my music, I'm going to do this like high quality stuff and make it very peaceful and the aesthetic really nice for people and stuff. I did that for a couple of years. I burnt out and that was me shifting on, you know, just setting my intention. I'm like, okay, well, really, what is your intention? If it truly was just making people, you know, help them heal, like quit the foo-foo stuff, your, your energy, they're going to feel your energy. If it's just mm -hmm. between you holding an iPhone and like yeah, supporting yeah. yourself or, you know, whatever. So I just made it a goal to shift my content into just almost like journaling or documenting my natural daily life. So it doesn't feel as much. I'm not sitting here like editing yeah. away like crazy. Yeah. Amazing. And I, and I appreciate when the algorithm hits me with a video like yours and I'm like, okay, I've been scrolling for too long or it's like, <laughs> you know, connection finally, because it doesn't yeah. happen often. I've gotten so much better at it, but I think it's also like posting and then leaving it, like not trying That's to cute. go check it again and see who's yeah. like, if your intention is really just for purity, like it'll find its way to the people get to yeah. trust that it will in a sense. So true. Yeah. And a lot of people also, I think the biggest thing with content creating is we shouldn't be posting content to receive validation um this is nothing new i mean we've known this since like when we first started messing with instagram and snapchat and all this stuff we if if we have an intention of like uh, i need likes or i need comments or i want to know if my art is good like we're kind of already setting ourselves up for failure because we're the only one ultimately that can tell us we're, we should validate ourselves in that you right. know and so people might stay on social media longer than others because they um, subconsciously are craving, you know, that plexus to like, they, they need to balance that through the outside instead of doing the work themselves, which might look like post, put the phone down, go outside in the sun. Like that's all, you, that's really what you would need to do. <laughs> like, Which is what it seems like you do. That's yeah. That's, kind yeah. Of what I'm doing that's, now. that's so good. I feel like, I think that, you know, there's a lot of people dealing with addictions and I think social media could be one of them. And I know that when I was going through a time in my life where I felt, okay, what are my addictions in life and how am I going to cut it out? So I actually was off social media for three years. And then when we started Star Season, yeah. I went back on and I was a little worried because I'm like, how am I going to deal with this? Cause I was so addicted before. Mm -hmm. um, and then to realize, you know, you can't just respond to everybody and you can't like, I'm always like, okay, how can I be of service to every single person in this world? But mm -hmm. it's not, yep. it's not real realistic like you know yeah. you, you do what you can like you said you you put content you give yourself some time and then you remove yourself there's no you, there's no if you're going expectation with, yeah and if you're being mm -hmm. authentic like you said I think that's when the universe you know 
has your back. You know, it's yeah. the law of circulation. You give and you receive. It's supposed to be smooth without expectations. So your message is so important though for content creators yeah. because I think, especially on TikTok, we had a TikToker on um a couple weeks ago, um, Rachel Morocco, and she was talking about how it's easy to get sucked into 3D and be like, okay, because TikTok well, one day you're relevant, the next day your algorithm's like to shit and you're like down to seven (laughs) likes. Like, it's just like how it works. So it's very easy to get like, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, so, and like, even with the Instagram algorithm, she's witnessed me get in my head about it sometimes. I'm like, we got to post every at this time and na na na. But I think again, it's all about balance. I think that is the challenge here on earth. And I don't know if you agree, but it's like Mm -hmm. trying to balance the polarity of everything and not kind of get sucked in every which way. Otherwise we're going to be too much or too less of one thing. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Yeah. Moderation is key for sure. Moderation. Yeah. So there's also this one quote that I want to bring up that you said, which I love, and it's like, you know, lives right free in my head now, thank God. But it <laughs> says, um, it was on one of your TikToks. You said at the end of it, um, that hell is thinking that heaven is away from you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, ever since I collided with your energy again on TikTok, like I had this deep sense again, that like you are heaven on earth, like mm-hmm. you're helping people create that like balance here to know that like, you know, it's possible. So mm-hmm. what does that quote mean to you? And what did you kind of mean behind it when, when saying that? Cause I, I had a different download, but I'm, I want to, I'm curious. Yeah. I believe that, you know, I, you know, I came from organized religion and I, in, it's taught that, uh, and not just Christianity, but uh, a lot of religions that have some sort of, you know, utopia, sh- you know, shamiyam, nirvana type. Any rules. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, this whole duality thing going on that when we think um, these things are separate from us, you know, this is how we experience hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when we think that heaven is like this day later in the future after we you know, pass away or or move on, that we're just prolonging our, you know, ability to experience it. And the beautiful thing about this experience here on earth is to bring this idea of kingdom or heaven on earth simultaneously, 5D and 3D, right? So the goal isn't to escape to 5D, because the the gift is to be human now in the 3D. So it's, it's knowing how to like be human, but also, you know, with our, with our eye, see that uh, create, co-create heaven on earth. And we could experience heaven on earth. And then the next day we're experiencing hell because we're operating in our mind. We're operating with lack and fear. Yes. And that's why the other half of the quote is um, hell is thinking heaven is away from you and heaven is recognizing that it's now. Mm. And that's, you know, that hit huge. Uh, when I finally journaled that down, I was like, um, it shifts everything because you create um, hell is, you know, thinking over and over and over this um, habitual yeah. self-sabotaging voice in your head that's saying you're not good enough. Um, you're, you're not, your story isn't strong enough. You know, you're not talented. You're not beautiful. You're not this, you're not that. It's the lack. Um, and it's not, it's actually not the bad guy like this. It's the same thing. When we think I'll speak in like Christian terms, when we think, uh, Yahweh is separate than us, like Mm -hmm. separate from us, we're, we're losing the idea just as much on the other side. When we think Satan is separate from us, uh, we're still, 
we're separating everything. We are both together, the yin and yang. Like it's the same thing in every single culture. Like we right. are Yahweh, we are God, and we are Satan. When we demonize one of them and give the other one like the role of the protagonist, we're creating war inside. But when we body that and we know that we are like the divine feminine and we are the divine masculine, we are we are this dark energy that is existing, the ego within us, and we don't kill the ego but we tame the ego mm. and we know when it shows up and we befriend the ego we become the alchemists and we're like unstoppable like we co-create and manifest our life our heaven on earth you know that's the goal Thank that's you. magical so we're done here <laughs> and see like and <laughs> everything that ever needed to be said oh like i just i was holding my breath the whole time i'm like uh-huh yes <laughs> You speak on that. It's so Come on. Come on. Yeah, it's so powerful. Woo! Like I'm just sweating over here. This yeah, is like a- this is how your energy hospital makes me feel. It's like a spiritual car wash. That's what I told her. Spiritual I'm like, I don't need to take a car. I just, went through- <laughs> like, I just went through the car wash. I'm good. No, that was so profound. I love that because when you do come back from a religious background, you're, you're raised to believe fear and control yeah. and that you can't do, you can't get to the highest mountain if you don't do this, this, and this. And the truth is we do, we have to do the yin and yang and mm-hmm. And be at peace with both. And like you said, when the shadows appear, just to, to befriend it and say, it's okay. Like, I'm here for this lesson. Bring yeah. it. Like, let's learn. There's something within me that needs to evolve and, and grow. And you said that so beautifully. And yeah. I thank you for that. Because I think a lot of us, we have this, like, I don't know, this vision of what bliss or heaven or hell is and the truth is we are the co-creators of our own destiny like we hold mm-hmm. that within ourselves and um and i think that comes from the knowing and the remembrance and the practice mm-hmm. and i think practice mm-hmm. is so important in this journey i call it the internal shower because without that we're not able That's to good. kind of elevate so what is your practice on a daily basis to grow yeah i um spend a good amount of time in nature you know i wake up uh, really early in the morning and i see i look at the sun uh, as it rises um, and i incorporate breath work um, breath is uh, even in like christianity uh, uh yahweh we added the vowels but it's actually spelled um when he asked the name of god uh god said y h w h which is uh, yah we added the vowel because we need vowels for things <laughs> Yah is the inhale, Y-H, and way is the exhale. So breath is life. Like it literally, as gods and goddesses, we are saying the name of ourselves mm-hmm. our entire life. We say the first half when we are born, and we express the end of our name when we transition Thank you. So breath is key. Breath is healing. The sun is healing. Uh, Nature, mother is just begging. If you listen, she is begging, you know, literally the way trees look like they stand like this. All this tells me is gather. Like this expression is saying gather under me. Yes. I have shade. I provide shelter. I provide nutrients. I give you breath. We're breathing because of it. (laughs) Like, so immerse yourself in nature you know that's like my biggest thing i eat light like not like light in weight 
but like things that harness light. If you want to feel more light, eat things that harness light, you know? If you want to feel more deaths, eat things that are already dead. Oh my you know, gosh. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm vegan. So this is speaking to my soul. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and uh, again, you know, it's just really what it comes down to before the substance we're eating, our minds are so incredibly powerful as you guys both know. It's just the intention we set when we eat, that is the most slept on thing I have right. ever, like when we eat something and immediately feel guilty, like if I go get a peanut butter cup, over there and I feel guilt while I eat this it's telling our body this is not good for you like mm-hmm. now I'm not saying like go get a 12th thing of donuts and just and tell yourself you love them it is something that like doesn't get talked about enough that like yeah. should get you know when we eat out of guilt it's just we're not doing it right <laughs> totally and, yeah. So it's just, I, being... I, I'm actually a nutritionist. So this is even more yes. speaking to my soul. And that's kind of like, was a catalyst for me to understand. Cause it was, you know, I'm in holistic nutrition. Like I didn't resonate with all of the, you know, typical modern day, you know, yeah. like, you know, food guide. I was like, this, this goes deeper. This is way more visceral. And like what, yeah. you know, was so intriguing to me was cause I had my own, you know, nutritional deficiencies, if you will, or just things that weren't resonating with my body. And I think that was like, you know, source telling me this is your calling. So go for it. And what I learned from it was like the origin of our discomfort, like lies within our body's messaging. Like it speaks to us and it tells us when it's out of balance. And Mm -hmm. it's a matter of like really tuning in and listening. And so I've Mm -hmm. taught my clients, you know, this equilibrium, Mm -hmm. but when I learned that homeostasis happens within the body, I realized this goes even farther into chakras. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like, again, another callous into spirituality for me, but like, I totally believe that the mindful eating aspect is so important. Like we're so consumed with consumption. Mm -hmm. So to Mm -hmm. eat in front of a TV, to eat, like we don't really like listen to our food. And I've talked about this story multiple times, but when I was in high school, I'd walk by my science classroom and I will always remember my science teacher like just eating his nuts like this <laughs> and you know the 14 year old me was like huh you know <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then now like you know awaken Chelsea is now like this guy was woke yeah for like, real yeah. if I could hug him I'd run <laughs> I was like you knew you knew what was going on like it's yeah. like so much deeper it's really about connection you yeah. know connection to like the fact that the earth grows literal nutrients and like food contains enzymes that like break i'm gonna go on rabbit hole she's so passionate about this i have a huge passion for this too yeah i I feel like Like, we could do another your body yeah that'll be a whole we'll get you back on for nutrition segment coming soon yes (laughs) (laughs) we'll have you be the guinea pig to like explain <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll we'll cap it off. I know we've had you here for a while, Finn. So my last question to you is: I want to know kind of where you are currently and what your current, you know, journey is in this current like journey of your soul, like in a humanness experience. So my question to you is: if you were to have to write a book about where you are now. Um, and maybe where your direction is and where you're going, what would the title of that book be? And what would the first chapter be about? Mm, title of the book. Oh man. Okay. Let's see. Work, no pressure. My creativity juice is going. Okay. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> title of the book. I don't know how we'd spell this because this is essentially automatopoeia. Okay. Title of the book would be yes yes 
That like, is exactly what the title should be. Amazing. I, I'm deceased. My soul of <laughs> <and> my body. <laughs> like the closer I get to making sense, like in, the closer I get to nonsense, the more it's just like, honestly, it just makes way too much sense. Like, <laughs> why did that make, that was so clear to me though. Like yeah. it needs to be an audio book. Cause uh... I don't know how you spell it. You'd have different accents in there. With, I'll send like, it to you later. I'll kind of, you know, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll Shazam it. Yeah. You can't forget the at the oh, very end oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> perfect and in the first chapter i don't i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a version of that it'd be like a yeah or something you know some kind of tone oh, mm-hmm. it would sound mm-hmm. like all the musical instruments playing at once yes for sure and <laughs> if Amazing. you had one message to the world what would it be i think uh, authenticity is undeniable. You know, it's, we live in, especially in the West, you know, like all of these things and brands and, and things that are, are trying to, they look innocent um, on the surface, but what they're wanting, the goal of it is to um, make you care more about these things that when they're put together are your identity. Um, and it keeps us from, really seeking you know the real the real self you know so we have this car we have all of these things i'm not just dogging on materialism but like when you're authentic uh you'll notice your reality shifts around you the people your inner circle will start to notice something different about you you may be literally glowing more right mm-hmm. but energetically that's what's that's actually going on you know so i guess authenticity is i think authenticity is about to hit this planet more than ever you know people right. Are remembering who they actually are they're remembering like oh man okay it's happening overnight too it's kind of bizarre you know there's people that i would have never imagined would say the things that they're saying that i've known in my life and they're like speaking their truth now and i'm like this is insane like mm-hmm. you're a completely different human yeah um and the truth is they're the same human but like uh the the part of them seeing i get a lot i get a lot of comments like this on my tiktok you've lost this guy's lost his mind yeah and, and you just and send I, love to those people yeah and i literally think i'm like you're right like the part, <laughs> the part of my mind that i've lost is what the system programmed in my mind right. that part is thank gone. god yeah so yeah i have lost that but i've definitely i say a lot you know losing your mind looks a lot like finding it it really does wow. they're very similar so um as we transition and, and start incorporating transmuting these incredible solar flares and this 5d starts hitting this planet hard people are going to start looking crazy but they're looking crazy because we've been living our life through rose-colored glasses like the system wanted us to think these things matter you know like it's just there's so much symbolism in everything like um it's just mind-blowing to me and it's all right in front of us you know yes we all have iphones you know there's an apple on the back with a bite out of it it's like we've all taken a bite this time you know. that's why you took a bite of your phone on that one tiktok now yeah. i get it i've been like that tiktok i was like i still don't get it now but i know. now i get it yeah, no, now you know. and it was a red phone it's all yeah. clicking <laughs> it was a little delayed but i do want to say well you you go ahead no, go ahead. Gonna say something. um i don't know i lost my train of thought perfect wait oh. what was the last thing you said I just said um as we like wake right. up yeah everyone. yeah so i saw a quote yesterday and it hit hard for me it said if you are not in awe, you are not paying attention. Mm. And it's such a quick phrase that just, you know, 
was a magnitude. And that's how I feel. It's like, I'm so connected. Like sometimes I'll just even like look at my hands and I'll be blown away. You know, it's just like to be here is so miraculous, but somewhere we forgot that, you know? And I, so I think your, your message is so powerful in that sense. And with that, I also believe in order to, to have that feeling tone of gratitude is the way of living your life on a daily basis, because you see everything around you rather than the, I always say it's better to participate in life rather to anticipate because when you participate, Mm. you're in the feeling Mm. tone of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I'm in the feeling tone of an abundance of gratitude for your presence here with us today. Mm. And I am so grateful that you got to share your authenticity, your vulnerability, your light, your soul. And I pray that your soul is able to touch and reach so many to be that tool that's necessary for someone to awaken. And I'm sending you so many blessings. And I really am. We thank you. We both thank you for being here and for taking that precious time to spend with us. And so with that, please let everyone know to you where they can find you. you. (laughs) Where are your platforms? (laughs) If people want to, you know, get more finicking in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys both for having me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an honor and looking forward to the nutrition episode too. Um, Coming soon. You can find me. Uh, it, it's the same handle on every platform, but if you type in st. Uh, f i n n i k i n Saint Finnegan, um, that's the best way. And uh, TikTok, it's the same. And then I think on all my platforms, I have a in my bio a link tree that leads you to all my music, my Spotify, my YouTube, all my music videos are up there. My podcast, Energy Hospital. So I've tried to make everything pretty cohesive amongst each platform. So yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. We love it. We love it. Thank you so much again. Yes. And we'll see you soon, darling. All right. Sounds good. Bye, everyone. Bye, brother. (laughs) Bye, sister.